there's been just such an incredible like building and building and building of energies. And we had that um, kind of period that I was talking about last time about roughly between September 19th and 25th, where a whole bunch of kind of individuals would start having like a door opening that would be a sort of like, do they say yes to the door or no to the door? Not that yes or no is correct, just whatever is that like the opportunity for the next higher level within and clarity about that. So the sort of hallmark I feel of most of these doors is related to kind of an increased clarity, whatever is relevant to the person and that everybody's sort of individual door option would start becoming available to them between now and sort of early November and some of us may be having like multiple door experiences. It's fine. It doesn't matter if it's one or many, but that clarity is also like building like a super fast kind of like flywheel effect where it just gets more and more and more and more. And that's working for each of us when we're coming fully into our center and coming fully into that connection and communion with our own core essence, if you will. And like, what is the essence of me, of my soul, not just of my human and of my cosmic self. And the more we come in there and experience whatever we're experiencing from that, the, the, the kind of the, mm, the greater the clarity and the faster the flywheel gets going. And to some extent, this is always true. It's just more quickly and more pronouncedly true in this period of time between that kind of mid-September and early November. And, and these are all around individual timelines. And so for, for, for anyone who's really experiencing anything like that or sort of flailing around around timeline stuff, like it's really useful to go back to the founder code first wave materials from 2021, because that was a significant portion of work that we did in that first wave that we brought in of the founder code materials it was around individual timeline closures, choices, batch consolidation process. Um, because for people who haven't done any of that, this period maybe has been very, very challenging. And for people who've done a, a good chunk of that, it's been easier, I will say, just at that. I'll just leave it at that. And then we have also had this larger kind of collective experience that people are mm, uh, locating within the Israeli-Palestinian um experiences and challenges and conflicts and war that's happening currently. I'm not going to kind of hold that for just a sec. And also Earth had this beautiful experience. I worked with Earth where we together were creating this harmonization of time for her and this experience of backwards time and forwards time because we are here in a physical form and earth is here in a physical form. And so linearity is linearity is an important part of what we're experiencing and, and, and playing with. And so there was this harmonization of these backwards and forwards times. And I mentioned it because 
many will be working with some version of that in their individual experience of backwards and forwards time right now, where there can be this kind of nostalgia that can be so extreme of like the good golden times, or potentially people could be lost in like the shitty times. But I, I don't think that's going to be as relevant to, um, to this mm, container right now of conversation. So like the kind of nostalgia of like the golden times that have occurred. And I personally experienced as I was working on this with Earth, it was happening to me as well in my human experience. And the golden nostalgia times that came up were all from within this past three year period, primarily that I have been at the lake. And it was like my body wanted to eat all of that energy, like absorb it in, like take it in, consume it all. And it was like this crazy, like, I'm going to like binge eat all this time energy. It was a really wild, hilarious experience. At the same time as the, as an earth was having this too, the forward time was very much this, like the, the kind of the call, the sort of like, come, come be here, have the clarity of this forward time. And you've been having kind of the prescient, um, insights into what this is. Come here, pull to here, over here, which of course isn't now. And so it's really this bringing the two together into that inner living stillness, into that essence. And so that the founder code materials can be very useful for that on the individual level as well. You'll remember that the heart restart discussion and the way that the energies as Earth did her heart restart and did her kind of mm, realignment of her center to match the new cosmic center, the new center of the cosmos that started with that new spiral on December 2nd of last year, that heart restart then energetically moved up from the center of Earth, becoming more and more in matter as it moved up and out, coming out more and more in matter until it came up through the surface beneath Maui and was experienced in the collective population as the fires in Lahaina, in Maui, in early August. And the geographic area that we think of as the Israeli-Palestinian area, I feel very strongly that that surface area of the earth is kind of the center point or the holding place of all of the inversions that were put into place in order to distort evolution of the planet and of the the beings living here and to cap and forestall that evolution. And Earth has thrown that off and cleared all of those inversions and that the energetic clearing of all of those inversions out of the cosmic uh, macro field already occurred a while ago and the ripple effects of that then being available earth doing her thing humans are doing some of their own things but it feels like it's showing there as the loudest example of the uh, of that shift is what we're seeing in that current conflict slash war uh, slash you know violence and death experience between um, these two groups in that land area. 
And so there's no political commentary for me on any of this in the human or societal perspective. But I do find it fascinating to be aware energetically and have a few people point out to me that there are many in the population who would even a few months or a year ago have historically essentially kind of towed the mainstream line on the story or the interpretation of what's happening there who are saying, no, like this is unacceptable for whatever reason. And not trusting what the media is sharing in the mainstream. And I find that very fascinating because it feels like there's this rapid sort of like, like the energy in that physical area, like wound up really tight, like coalesced in really tightly. And now is like spinning back out again, the other way. And people are being affected by it. And it's affecting them in many, many, many ways that have nothing to do with the, perceived human conflict of Israeli and Palestine, but one of the loud ways in which it is showing up is through how people are talking about this conflict. The only comment that I would make about what's happening at the societal level is that it is crucial for us to not invest in sides and to be able to hold all of the beings in equal worth and equal love. And all of that will occur whether people choose to do that or not. And so to not collapse into fear around, oh, but I see this incredible polarization in the humans around this. So therefore it must be hopeless or we messed up or I'm on the wrong timeline or blah, blah, blah. No. Don't worry about that. Um, just keep holding for or as I've described. And so then part of what's going on also for people is the usual thing of the cosmic and the earth and energies are moving so much faster and they're so much stronger that that is uh, stimulating the physical particles in your body to want to speed up and entrain with that. And that is also then mm, uh, facilitating more and more of these interesting little, like, if you will, mutations in the evolutionary process into homo lumens. And so people are having sort of different things around that that are just sort of these small, subtle things, generally speaking, um, although they may feel quite tremendous to the individual at the time. Um, and this stimulation of the nervous, of the, of the particles is also causing the nervous system to respond like everything else in the body that is made of particles is responding and your neural habits around how do you view and what is the meaning making and story that you tell around this will have a significant uh, impact on what your experience is of that so if you have gotten used to the fact that the energies that come in stimulate the particles and stimulate the nervous system and can therefore mimic the experiences of anxiety, but there's not really a story attached to that. Instead of letting your brain go like, Oh, let me go and find what is the story? Oh, Oh, I'm anxious because of Israeli Palestine or, Oh, I'm anxious because of this thing happening in my family or, Oh, I'm anxious because of this thing happening in my business or in my artistic creation or my child's life or whatever it is. 
Is that actually true? Are you actually anxious about that? Or are you just grabbing for a story to make sense of the body's experience? And the body doesn't need that story. So you can move that story to the side and choose instead to just respond and let your nervous system know, no, we're good. We're good. We've got this. We're fine. And it's just these energetics speeding up again. And we know how to deal with that. Right? And in this process, also for the body, there are huge reworkings of the kind of entire sort of like root and sacral, sacrum area in the body, the pelvic bowl in general, energetically, all those different energetics in there are really having these huge shifts. So if you're feeling little like physical pings and weirdnesses in those areas, like, again, what's the story you want to attach to it? And of course, I am not giving anyone medical advice and you do what is right for you. Um, but it's useful to have, a, you know, oh, maybe that weird feeling like I'm having this blah, 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 fill in the blank thing. Maybe it's actually just this. Right. And maybe just allowing that it might be that and feeling into it and breathing some oxygen down deep into that area, it releases and it's completed potentially. I'm hearing increasingly from people that they are having an experience similar to one that I've been having, which is that food is like unappealing. Like, I don't know what to eat. I don't really want any food, but then my body will be like, Oh no, but we need this fuel. And also people not understanding the difference between the voice of your body now and the memories that are in your body. And this is true actually across the board, not just around food, right? So sometimes you think your body is telling you something, but it's actually just a memory that the body has. It's time to really learn how to hear or sense the difference between a memory in the body and the actual body right now and what the matter of the body right now requires. The mem- what the body right now needs is going to generally be expressed to you with far less sort of emotionality, far more matter of fact, and may feel unsatisfying to have it expressed in that way. Like you're looking for the passion, the enthusiasm, or the disgust and the horror. Most of the time, those experiences from the body, particularly as it relates to food, are going to be associated with actually memories, not currently what the body wants now. So this can be a useful place to go. Now, this isn't to say that there aren't incredible embodied experiences of passion and delight and amazement or disgust and horror. Of course, I'm just talking about this particular piece with the food as I talk about this. So we're going into uh, we're we're in that eclipse window and I, I haven't been paying uh, any attention at all to astrology, even on a planetary level or even like moon phases or anything for quite some time. But this most recent eclipse kind of grabbed my attention the day before and was like, no, actually pay attention. And I went outside to see it um, and was able to experience it. I have been personally guided for several months to learn certain skill sets in order to be able to work with certain ferns in the area where I live. So as I've been working with them, they have been really directing certain things and 
Um, they wanted me to be aware of this first eclipse so that with this second eclipse, I can understand that that is probably going to be an important day for one of the things that I'll be doing with them. Um, I don't have a sense of what that means for anyone else, but I am just wanting to share that. I'm told to share that, that it can be useful. But certainly we know in general that this, this sort of period between eclipses can be quite wild. And I feel that that is probably the, the case for many people. With the shifts that are happening, boundary work, like sometimes people think of boundary work as like very basic and, and fundamental. It is very fundamental and very foundational, but it continues to grow the requirement for more and more refined, more and more skilled, more and more nuanced boundary capacity as this energetic evolutionary experience unfurls becomes very, very important. And so every time we have these like big within ourselves, these big new expansions, which sometimes can feel like our own center expanding way out, which can feel really cool. But then there's a period where a new center kind of pops up from inside that big expanded out prior center. And that can feel a little wobbly. But as we get used to that new center that's popped up and brought us up to that next level up, there are going to be new boundaries at that new level. And those can be entirely inner boundaries around like, what are my activities? What are some things that I no longer am doing? What are some new things that are required of me to be doing? Um, for sure, guaranteed, if you're dealing with this at this esoteric level that we're talking about, your doings will be less. There will need to be less and less doings, but the doings themselves need to be more and more on point. And they need to be guided and directed from the leadership that is your essence. So your core essence is the leader and the organizing principle for everything. So the degree to which you have a complete inner connection and understanding and visceral experience of your core essence will determine how easy it is for you in your doing this energy to receive those instructions with clarity and then to feel the clarity of ah yes only these doings none of these other doings and to again not let the brain run the show on that let the brain play with the toys that are good to play with which will be oh good now that we have that clarity of instruction how are we organizing that piece and excuse me and so then we kind of are moving into this November period. And I don't, I keep getting the sense of like one inflection point, but maybe it's going to be a couple. I don't know for sure. It moves around in dates and I don't think it matters actually. I mean, it never matters, but people always, we always want that information. But there's a, there's a, a kind of a, hmm, like we've been on the ferry moving across the water and we're going to land at a new dock in November. And the we'll kind of embark out into kind of this new phase of experience. Um, it's not the end, of course, of this process. We've been aware that 23 and 24 would be quite radical shifts occurring internally as well as externally and remembering that matter is essentially comes after the energy. But the gap between energy and matter is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And 
that varies by person, but even for those who are not very skillful with this, that gap is is getting tighter for them as well. Whereas others who have become very sort of skillful internally with their own understanding and communion with their inner essence, their understanding of their own inner rhythms and how to apply that to their doings and activities and how to organize around themselves and not organize around others and developing the personal sovereignty skills and all these other good, important things. The There are people who are having like near immediate quote unquote manifestation, a word I hate, but I mean, just find it to be dumb. It's so misused now by people, but the matchup between matter and energy is becoming very fast for them where it's like, Oh, I think I'll do this thing. Boom. I put it on a note. I put it on the wall. Like this was a client I was just talking to earlier. I was like, Oh yeah, let me put this on the note on the wall. And then literally an hour later, a whole series of events unfolded that were just directly from that item. And that kind of thing is just, that's I'm seeing stories like that everywhere in my kind of inner sphere. And it's really fun. And it's really fun. It's also a really important time to get closer in touch with the aspect of yourself that does all the doing. That does all the organizing, that inner hero, that inner artist, that inner architect, that inner engineer, uh, that inner artist, that inner hero takes the directions, the delegation, the instruction from the core essence as the organizing principle. That is the leader. But it is that doing part of us that has been so incredibly exhausted for so long because of a lack of connection with that inner essence and not knowing what is the instruction and therefore trying to do all these different things in order to kind of get the get the connection and the approval almost of that inner essence. And then, of course, that nested within the societal realities of patriarchy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, it's a complete disaster and a shit show. So coming to connection with your doing this more and let him, I will call this masculine energy, Don't get wrapped up in these ideas of how this applies to the idea of being a man or a woman. It's irrelevant. It's in all of us. Start to give him some, uh, some credit. How, like I spent the last few days in this really delightful experience of reviewing the evidence of his doings and his effectiveness, if you will, at bringing my dreams and fantasies into livable, functional, material reality. And this reliability in him is something that I have not spent enough time cherishing and celebrating. And if that's true for me at the level of kind of doing this work, I know it's true for everyone else. I just know that I'd be shocked to hear from anybody listening to this, that they feel like they have fully celebrated and validated their inner doer, their inner artist, their inner hero for everything that he has created and his level of reliability for them. 
if that's you, I want to hear about it. So send me a note because <laughs> we need to talk. But it's a very it's been very fun to do that and to just really recognize that. And this is also so important back to one of my favorite topics of the neurobiology, because the more you are celebrating the evidence, the more you are carving the neural pathways in your brain that will give you the higher quality experience, which then creates the easier access to the higher quality energetic experience, which then that's the flywheel, right? They just keep going around and around and around. You are in matter. You're not here to escape matter. You came here to have the most dense material linear experience possible that can also hold be sort of the chalice, the cup for all of your cosmic self, all of your pan-dimensionality to come in down into this physical container as it changes and evolves in order to really hold and embody that. Hmm. So on the boundary side, there's going to be less and less and less doing and the doings for you to organize and do will be more and more and more on point as you allow them to be directed from your quantum essence instead of from your linear intellect. Let your linear intellect do the organizing at the correct fit stage, if you will, of the creation. Yeah, because the essence is the leader. But the essence is in the quantum. So the essence is aware of every single potential. This is overwhelming to the doing because the doingness is in the linearity. So the doingness and being reductive, but for the purpose of the conversation. So the, so the doing, mm, yeah. So the, the doing is amazingly good at organizing when it's connected to that inner signal. That inner signal is wide open between the essence and him here inside yourself. So that inner signal is internal between your, between your essence, your beingness and your doingness. And it is also your inner signal to the universe, to the cosmos, to the source, to the beyond, to God, to whatever language you like to use for that pure source spirit connection. So that signal is everything. Get rid of all the noise. Like all the boundaries come down to you, removing more static, removing more noise. And that those sounds may have been of interest to you in the most recent iteration. And so it wasn't that you needed to clear them away then, but this new level within yourself they are no longer of interest and they go from being interesting to just being noise, to just being static. Like the peanuts, you know, characters in Charlie Brown when they're in school and the adults are going, wah, 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 right? And that's like all you can hear. Got to clear it out because just even that noise of wah, wah, wah is too much. And you're just a 
really listening only to that inner signal and letting that be as pure a signal as possible. I'm so excited for solstice in December, as always, but I just feel it really strongly this year, and um, I'm just really excited about it. I think that November might be a little wild. I don't really know for sure how this inflection point in November is going to affect other people. Um, my inner sensation, you know, in my own journey, I have been very inwardly focused in these last couple of months and very purposefully so, and that's been part of the boundaries, but it hasn't been like I've been making a conscious choice most of the time to, you know, follow the boundaries. It's just been what's been happening. And every now and then I'll have this kind of stirring of like, oh gosh, I should really be paying attention to the blah, 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 you know, or I'll get like a flurry of notes, you know, Hey, when's your next transmission? Like, what's a transmission? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like sometimes it's at that level. Sometimes it's at that level of just these things are so gone, but they've been coming back slowly. Certain things, the ones that are to keep. And I've been welcoming that clarity as it's available to me as my inner artist is organizing things for me. And, uh, his reliability is undeniable. And I am in his capable hands. It's a very beautiful experience. I don't yet feel for sure what the planetary energy theme of 2024 is yet, remembering that the current year is homecoming and that it is that year one of a 10-year foundation building period. So, but I do feel that 2024 will be quite wild in the social level, in the social layer. But I also feel that many people now coming from November forward are going to be in a completely different place of like organized into their doings being so much more in service of like the kind of the highest energies and the highest, if you will, expression of their true essence that we will have a greater sort of percentage of that happening in societies across the population than we have in millennia, many millennia. So I have enormous hope and enormous enthusiasm and excitement for what is coming, even while understanding that for those that aren't quite at that place of coming into that connection within themselves to their essence and that understanding of how it is expressing itself at this time, in their body will be in great dismay and I honor also the pain and struggle um, physical and emotional that many are having and will have but many of us are here to be lighthouses so shine bright shine bright like a diamond baby <laughs> or go old school and shine on you crazy diamond yeah, the rainbow diamond energy, speaking of diamonds, is just phenomenally beautiful. And I'm just really loving every minute of that. So I think I'm going to kind of close it here. Yeah. Well, one last thing that I will say is that all of this, I feel like for me personally, and for many of us, uh, not just me, is really about bringing us into the inner capacities and inner physicality to be able to really embody 
our unique version of those cosmic child codes and to be able to have that embodied experience of wise innocence. So don't lose that in all of the, the, the messiness of things. Like if you don't have a North star for yourself yet, this is a very effective one that you can use either as a placeholder until you have your own North star or until it becomes clear. Oh no, that is your North star in terms of your experience. So and if you don't have a really strong connection yet into your own core essence and you're not sure what that is, and as I've been speaking about it, if it's causing, you know, um, uh, dismay or or worry, um, you know, a short, a sort of a shorthand placeholder that you can really connect into is life force. Is Where is that deep sacred current of life force within me? And coming to that place can be incredibly um orienting and is so proximally close if you will to your own essence it's almost like if you're doing concentric circles from the purpose of this conversation it's almost like that's a wider circle with your core essence being at the center even though inside ourselves like i'm all of my core essence and inside myself there's like an inner center point that is that life force so it's a kind of a, it kind of moves in and out, but it's depending on your perspective, as is always the case. But that's another good proxy. Um, and if you're really struggling with this, of course, you've got to, you've got to do the work to get in close to that essence. There's no getting around this work. So going back and using resources that you have that help you get there, not everything has to be about something new. Um, for some people, they do need new tools and new resources. Uh, but be, be wary of kind of just chasing the new for the sake of the new and for the sake of making your brain feel productive. It's time for us to get really refined and nuanced in where our attention is going, what our devotion is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Beautiful. Thank you, and I love you.